1: And welcome to episode 119 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. My name is Veronica, and on a beautiful sunny Melbourne day, I am here with our executive director in Melbourne South and co host, Mr. Brent Edwards. Good morning, Brent.
0: Good morning, Veronica. Good morning, everyone.
1: It is an absolutely stunning oh,
0: time you're listening. Who knows what time you're listening?
1: Well, that's right. But we don't <laughs> normally podcast at nine o'clock in the no, morning.
0: No, no, it could be listening in the middle of the night. It could
1: be, but uh, it's an unusual event to have a beautiful sunny day in Melbourne. So I am taking it and telling the world about it because when it's a sunny day, everyone feels good. Uh, Now, today we have a great podcast with uh, someone, Brent, that uh, I actually introduced to BNI. Uh, It started with um, me working with this lady who's someone that I trust and respect in the funeral industry and of course, I'm talking about BNI, 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 and everyone thinks, what's this BNI business? It must be a cult, and she's just trying to sell me something and all of that, but that's okay. You have to experience it to understand it, and that's pretty much uh, what we're going to talk about today. So I might pass over to you to introduce our next guest.
0: Yep, and as we always say, Veronica, our uh, our founder, Dr. Ivan Meisner, says, B- if BNI was a cult, People do exactly what we told them to. That's it's
1: right.
0: It's not a cult. But, uh, <laughs> hey, it's great to have a uh, a guest from uh, an industry. You're heavily involved in, Veronica, and uh, and I uh, I know that you actually uh, invited this guest along to BNI originally. So i um, looking forward to hearing uh, Megan's story. So we have Megan Tyrrell from Carlisle Family Funerals and her um, category within BNI is Funeral Director, uh, she's in the BNI Karen Downs chapter uh, in Victoria here. And uh, welcome, Megan. Welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. I believe you've listened to a few episodes already.
2: I have. Thank you for having me, guys. It's um, awesome to be here. Uh, I've listened to many. So it's, it's a really, I think, a really good um, podcast for everyone to get on board and listen to.
0: Now, Hi. you've been with us for, well, you, for your second stint there you've come back so you're with us for around 18 months prior to the uh to the thing we don't like to talk about the pandemic and uh and then you've actually you've actually made it back Tell us a little bit about that how did you get invited and what were your first thoughts
2: So initially I was invited by Veronica um to come along to Carum Downs. And um have a bit of a look. Actually, I think I had gone to a meeting originally up at Fountain Gate. And then I said to Veronica, um, look, I'd, I'd really like the carom Downs. I think that's a bit closer and you know, I'd like to be around you, um, because I respect respect her. And so off I went, um, joined the chapter. Um, look, lots of things happened, as we know, that that great capital P thing happened. Um, I think it changed a lot of people's lives, perspectives, businesses. Um, And then, um, so, look, I I did decide to leave, but then I was um, a substitute for um, a a lovely lady at Caram Downs while she went away. And that sort of gave me a a bit of a chance to have a look at the the chapter again, and and I saw it in a whole new light and decided that I wanted to be part of it again.
0: So... A bit of a break and then coming back and, uh, you know, saw it with new eyes again. And chapters evolve during times as well. And I think probably what you found was that chapter was completely different culture, different vibe than it was previously when you were there first time around. Because um, while you were gone, they had some really big improvements I think in the latest traffic lights' are number three in Australia at the moment um congratulations to go those guys and um just about to achieve platinum status status as well that's right sorry my throat's been a bit um, a bit narky the last few days too um so um yeah seeing your brand new eyes and as just what was the main thing you saw like um you know you probably were there last time when I was in in the membership was around the 20s.
2: That's right. uh, Yeah. Around the fifties. Yeah. Last time it it was it was a lot smaller. Um. But this time round, look, it was just getting the chance to substitute and actually be part of the group. Made the vibe in the room. It was just a whole different. Like you you use that word beautifully, vibe. It was. Um. You could just feel that everyone was happy. Everyone was present. Everyone was just there to support each other. And I really felt that and I thought, nah look, this is this is so different. I, I really want to be a part of this this time. Um it's just friendly and it's you know, if, if anyone is even personally going through a little bit of a tough time, the group just just come in like this big hug and 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 hug this person and just say, Hey, we're all here for you. So the support behind you. Is just amazing, and I think that's what I picked up. Is it wasn't just about the business; it was about the person. It was the whole package. It was the support behind you, and I think that was really what what said to me: "Look, I've got to be part of this again."
0: Yeah, that's a funny thing. We listen to a lot of people, and they might be in, you know, groups around twenty. And you know, if you're in groups in low twenties, under twenty five, you're fighting for survival in the group. You know, it's um, you're not getting enough. There's not enough opportunities. There's not enough business. Um, there's probably not enough time to give everyone a group hug and and care for each other. There's not enough people to <laughs> solve problems or solutions um, mm-hmm. in the room. A lot of people say, "Oh, we don't want to get too big," but it's not only the business. Mm-hmm. it's the more personalities you get in the room the more support you get in the room from doubling that size and that's mm-hmm. probably something people overlook V, um with they've got the the mentality of the small chapter and they think oh if we get too big we're going to lose relationships we're not really you know going to be as close to each other that's rubbish uh these guys uh in your particular chapter you know I'm I'm on their I'm on their group chat channel on Messenger. And I see how they all get around each other all the time and uh and like they've included me on there uh, as well. And, and you know, it's just a fantastic culture. Uh and as we always say, culture is strategy for breakfast. Um, if you've got a great culture, the strategy of the chapter looks after itself and uh the success work looks after itself. So um, yeah, it's uh it's a completely, well, what you've probably come back to is a completely new chapter with a few familiar faces. Hmm. Oh,
2: exactly. And and you can tell that everyone wants to be part of it. You know, everyone comes every morning, uh, Wednesday mornings, and we all know we all love early mornings. Um, I think it's the only morning I actually get up before 7 <laughs> o'clock.
0: <laughs> I think and from what you've told us, um, this has given you a bit of a change of mindset as well because, you um, The first time around in the chapter, you were really okay. What am I getting? What's in it for me? What am I getting? Can you talk a little bit about that? And now you've seen how um, how the give us gain philosophy really works.
2: Definitely. Look, I very much see myself in as my part of the chapter as supporting all those businesses. Um, It's you know you've you've got a real trust in that group. And I think the trust and the support are the two main features that I personally wanted, um, not just for my my business, but for myself as well. But I can support those businesses. I can support those people um, in any way I can. And because I'm getting to know these people and really getting to know their philosophy and their um, the way they see their own businesses, it really makes you want to to support those businesses. Mm. Um, and this time around, that is definitely what I'm seeing in the room. Everyone is just supporting
0: each other. And people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care, mm. especially in an industry, and you're in the funeral industry, so, you know, I... The, the great saying I've always heard about the funeral industry, it's better to know a funeral director and not need one than to need one and not know one. Mm. Oh, look, so, perfect, perfect Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and when, you know, when people are at their lowest, uh, if they see you're a giving, caring person in the chapter, they're more likely to actually refer you to that person because they know you're going to look after their referral now. Mm,
2: exactly, and I think that's what a lot of people um, need to know about BNI. It's about building trust and rapport with people, um, not just walking in there and saying, right, well, here I am, bring it on, give me business. <laughs> it's, it's very much about coming in and saying, hey, this is Megan. Um, yes, I am Carlisle Family Funerals, but this is me as a person and get to know me and, and how I think and how I would do business. Um, but all of that is about me supporting them too and showing them um, that I trust them and and just a little, you know, each week you, you get to know people that little bit more. They might say something and you think, oh, I didn't know that about that person. So it really is um, that weekly meeting too is, is really, really good.
1: Can I just jump in there? So I think um, something that people need to understand uh, about the funeral industry is that it is unregulated and that means that there's no body that's overseeing the funeral directors to say you can't do it like that mm-hmm. and so that's why a lot of things happen in the funeral industry that, that shouldn't happen and so, for me, when I was introducing you, Megan, into BNI, it was because I wanted to know that I could get a referral because I love knowing that I'm going to refer someone within the BNI network. But I also needed someone that I could trust to refer people to. So there is a real sense of pride when you sponsor someone into BNI or you introduce them to BNI. Even if they they come along and they get sponsored by someone else, it doesn't matter. There's a real sense of pride. So for me, I was watching your journey all the way along and your first time in BNI, we'd often have conversations um, and you say to me, I'm just giving so much business to everyone but, you know, I'm not really getting anything in return and you've got a business partner who wasn't in the room all the time so she's hearing what you're saying and, of course, you don't really understand it until you're in the room Mm -hmm. and so you ended up leaving because, you know, there's only so much you can give and give and give and give and give. So I guess the the moral of the story for anyone who's listening who's in an industry that provides a service or a product that requires a lot of trust, because I think people think, oh, you know, you've got a room full of bodies, everyone's going to need a funeral director, but that's absolutely not the case. People are very fickle about who they trust their loved one with and your service needs a lot of trust. So It requires a lot of patience. And if you're in a room where everyone's just doing their thing, and it doesn't really feel like there's a support. It just feels like a lot of giving and taking. Then of course you're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Now you've come back and you've been able to sub and you've walked into a room where it's, you're not giving, you're supporting, mm-hmm. and it's a very different outlook, right? So we talk every week, and the the BNI that you talk to me about now, and the Megan that talks about BNI now, is using a completely different language, and that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I think people who are in industries like yourself financial planners uh, help me out Brent what industries are that, that require a lot of trust before uh, you end up using their services oh
0: yeah legal legal
1: um yeah,
0: any any in any you know accounting and financial industries
1: yeah yeah you know um, uh, um
0: personal care
1: and yeah. advocates you know these aren't things people just use every day you need to be mm-hmm. patient But Mm -hmm. you also need to find an environment where you don't feel like you're just giving, 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 but Mm. you actually can feel like you're supporting and you're being supported. And then the dollars don't really matter. It's just this big, beautiful growth that's happening and everyone thrives in Mm. it. So my question is what is the difference? What was it, was there a, a tipping point for you where you looked at the chapter and went, this is just not for me before you left? And what was the thought that you said? I need to be part of this again because you, you subbed a few times before you. I did
2: came mm-hmm. that back. That's right. Well, the tipping point, I think. Look, in all honesty, the the final tipping point back um, was pre pandemic was the pandemic hitting, mm-hmm. and just the uncertainty. Um, and I think, like everyone, I was feeling uh, a little overwhelmed uh, with everything. We none of us knew. I certainly didn't know that. It was going to be two years of our lives. Um so I think that that sort of put me in that space of look I just I can't deal with this. I can't deal with any of this. But coming back and being able to sub and being able to sit in the Caram Downs chapter and and um see the vibe of the room, see the people, feel the feel. It's it's not just that's why I say to people go to meetings, go and and have a look yourself. Because you really need to get into that room and feel it. Um, we can all say that that it's a great feel in the room, but unless you go in and experience it, you are not gonna really know. Mm. So, you know, coming in as a visitor is is awesome because you get to actually feel that feeling. Um, so coming back this time, I got that feeling. And I also spoke um to the other Brett in in Caram Downs as well. Um and he sort of, you know, spoke to me about how um, I would fit in, and and um, it, it would be awesome to have me back in the room. And you know, I just felt felt really welcomed too. And I even when I was out of being, I I would go to these people, some of them because and and work with them because I just knew that they they had my back. I've got theirs, and I think in B&I, that's what it's all about. We've all got each other's back.
1: This is actually um, a good segue, Brent, to a question, and it's a, it's a hard conversation with Megan because you're a good story about a serial sub. That's it's, it's a good news story. But you've well, you're only
0: up. subbing for one person.
1: Uh, yeah, but it was on, on a number of occasions. Yeah, it was well, only for it,
0: one person, so yeah. last yeah. as a as well, a serial sub as such.
1: Well, just can you just clarify that for anyone who's listening and saying, "Hang on, we're, we're not encouraged." Well, a
0: serial sub is a person yeah. who, who mm-hmm. subs multiple people around the room. Yes, yeah,
1: so mm-hmm. anyone who's
0: very. their own. If someone's good. got their own go-to sub, um that's that's fine by me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Well, so that's worked out really well, and um that was for Kathy, and she's mm-hmm. chatting well, hasn't she? She very much. <laughs> and and you have you've continued to keep supporting the chapter even when you weren't in it. But I just thought it was a great story about. And, and you picked up on a great point. A lot of people left b at the beginning of the pandemic and in the middle of it because it was overwhelming. Mm. So maybe someone could reach out to a past member who was a good member, who they know probably was struggling, and say, come back in and just have another feel of it. And if the category is still open and they're a good person to have in the room because they've got to bring value to the room, maybe reach out to them again.
0: Mm. Yeah, oh for sure. You know, and yeah, you know, reaching out to we see a lot of people coming back after a few years now and they're just looking at the network going, wow, the chapters are yeah. bigger, the business being done is is bigger, you know, the branding's all different now. It's it's lively, it's it's uh, and it's a great organization to be there. The technology and the training has all got better. Everything's got better than it was a few years ago. Um, we You know, we don't dumb down things. We just keep on in, improving those things. And um, someone who, who hasn't been in the organisation for a couple of years will see huge changes because, uh, you know, because we've got, you know, our, our chapters are, um, you know, our business is growing. It's, it's making more money. Our chapters are bigger. Um, there's, you know, there's more expectations on the chapters, you know, being that size because the members now realise that the benefits are there uh, for growth as well.
1: Mm. And um, may your-
0: I ask, Megan, are, are you uh, um, a shareholder in the business or an employee in the business? Oh, I
2: actually, I'm a shareholder. I, I'm oh, you a shareholder. are a shareholder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I was going to, uh, I was going to ask that. How, how do you go back to, uh, you know, someone you have to report to, as well, with something um, that takes a bit of time to to get going because we know when people have been employees in businesses, they have to report back to a superior in there and say, um, you know, they say, well, what you, you know, you going to this thing where the results where, you know, and they expect results straight away, which doesn't always happen in an industry where you have to build a lot of trust. Mm.
2: No, Deb and I own Carlisle. So oh. you know, we've we've just got a rule that we just um discuss it between the two of us and go from there.
0: So, so you're in a partnership there. So you still have to run, you yeah, know, things yeah. past your partner and all that, um, going through the business. That's great. Um, if uh, you say, um, what would you say to someone looking to to join BNI? Do it, absolutely.
2: Don't hesitate. Um, come, come as a visitor. Um, you know, look, contact me at Carlo. I'll I'll bring you in as a visitor. Um, <laughs> please just come and have a look and make your own decision come and feel the room because as i said before feeling the room is really i think what's going to to say to people i, I need to be a part of this um it's it's all well and good us saying to people hey it's really good come on along you know come in have a look for yourself you make your decision
0: Okay.
1: Um, Caram Downs are doing something well because um, they're getting a great close rate. People are, they bring lots of visitors and lots of people are joining. So, what do you think that they are doing well? What's the visitor experience? Because the chapter, and we see this Brent chapters have great vibes, great cultures. A visitor walks in the room, and they basically, you know, just look after yourself. You know, there's no come in, big hug, sit next to this person, have a conversation with this person. You've got something in common with that person. This is what's happening next. Some chapters do not do that well.
2: No. So, Carum Downs are. What? What is I'll, it? Definitely. Look, I see visitors walk in, and of course, we're we're all very friendly at Carum Downs. And you can, and you yourself, no V. I'll talk to just. I'll talk to a lamppost. <laughs> and oh, i probably have <laughs> <laughs> probably have and you know it, it, it's it's the welcoming as they walk in you know the the table is set up right at the door so the moment that person walks in people are welcome welcoming them you've got um ross we all know ross uh, uh, and erin you know they're always there the whole visitor team coast team are there to welcome them they're shown where to sit they're they're basically um, yeah, given a big hug and said, come on in and have fun with us today and and not just left standing there. It's and I think that's the important thing is that you make that person feel welcome um, just naturally, though. It's it's not overdone. It's just, hey, how are you going? You know, what's your name? Where are you from? It's a real
0: interest in that person. Yeah, makes one thing I really um, one thing really with that group talking about that group. There are seven AM that doesn't do that doesn't do food, so um, yeah, a lot of groups get hung up on the food, and that was one of their that's one of the things that's helped them grow because that was one of the biggest bugbears. You know, if people don't complain about the breakfast there because there is no breakfast, <laughs> yeah, they organise they and the venue they can get a venue they just hire a, a large venue to to take them in. They meet in a uh, in a community centre which has got a huge room. They hire the venue. Uh, for a minimal amount, and if someone wants a coffee or something on the way, and if someone wants to eat, they just bring it themselves. And if someone wants a coffee on the way, and there's a coffee van, they organise to sit out the front um, from you know quarter past six in the morning. The coffee van set up so people can come and you know wait for their coffee. They're networking while they're getting their coffee as well. Um, so it works really well without food. Uh, and we see a lot of chapters starting to go that way now after seeing that success. Because it's, um, you know, the meeting fees are less one, on, um, yeah. You because know, you get people, oh, you know, I'm paying the meeting fee, but I don't eat. Well, you know, <laughs> no one's eating now, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, so the meeting fees less, um, and there's no complaints about the coffee, the food, anything like that. And what they find now is people are more attentive in the meeting, yes, because they're not. You know, worried about food or eating, or uh, people more attentive, paying attention. And I know sometimes when I get delivered food in the meeting, I might miss one or two, you know, you know, I don't mean to, but then I've gone, oh, geez, I, I, I was focusing on this and I didn't understand what that person said. And that does happen.
1: I have the opposite. I don't eat because I don't, I'm too worried I've got to speak soon. So I won't eat my food will be cold by the end of the meeting. But I, it's a really great point, Brent, because people sell the breakfast rather than the opportunity. Come along. We've got a hot breakfast and it's this and that. And then just make it about people coming together and doing great business mm. and having fun. I mean, and, and when the visitors come, there's no expectation that they're coming for a breakfast. They mm. see the whole 20-point agenda. They get to experience the culture in the room and then they get to see the amount of business that's being done. And that's impressive. And some visitors need to see that. I mean, they love, yeah. you know, they love the, the group hug, but for some people they'll walk in the room and they just want to make sure that they're going to get ROI on their investment and that's a bonus. Yeah.
0: You know? And the funny thing is we've got a group down the road around the same size, over 50, um, you know, that meets a few kilometres away in another venue. <laughs> Everyone complains that the, that the breakfast is crappy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So that could be something holding. So they're actually looking at going away from that as well at the moment. Mm. Yeah.
1: What do you think, Megan? Is the breakfast, are you joined and there was a breakfast, now there's not a breakfast, is it a big deal now or you or you wouldn't have thought about I, it? i, it, I, it I
0: actually prefer
2: there not being a breakfast um, purely because, you know, for the first 20, 25 minutes, all you heard was the clanking of, of people eating. Um, you knew, a, again, it, it you weren't they weren't present i wasn't present i was sitting there yeah sitting there eating my breakfast and then think oh what was just said i didn't catch that because like brent said you're focused down on the breakfast you're not focused up in the room so and at the end of the day it's an hour and a half have breakfast before or have breakfast after it's it just takes away from you being present yeah
0: Mm. it's it's a great opportunity to catch up for a one-to-one afterwards, say, oh, let's go, have, exactly. let's go and have, let's go and break bread together, let's go and have a, uh, have, have a meal after and do a one-to-one. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and, and Karam Downs in particular, we've got the Fat Chef, we've got Shannika's. you know, we've got yeah. uh, some great, great businesses around us. By well, the way, for people who don't know what the Fat Chef is, it's actually
1: a cafe. She's not talking about someone who cooks. It's actually... For <laughs> <laughs> people in Queensland are going, oh, that's have they call them up there. Um,
0: so I've got a, oh, quick question?
1: Yeah, just a quick question because obviously our industry is um, is very specific. We don't often have a power group, mm-hmm. um, but we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, what is a category that you would love in BNI to reach out to you and have a one-to-one? So people from all over Australia will be listening to this. So what's a great category for you to have a one-to-one with who might be referable
2: or uh, Mm, definitely a florist. Um, as you know, flowers are a very important part of any, just about 99.9% of funeral services. Yeah. Um, so th- that they are absolutely awesome to have a chat to. And especially florists who think outside the box. We all have our cookie-cutter flowers. Um, I know that there's, there's family nowadays that I say, give me a brief. So, you know, florists who have a real creative, want to be creative and want to to do something different right and what about wills and estate lawyers yes definitely um, which i know there are a couple in b because i've spoken to them I've, we've actually got a a, um, a lawyer in our in our chapter but um, there is another one that i've been in contact with as well um so definitely reach out because one thing even though funeral directors obviously can't give advice in regard to and we we pick up a little bit enough to when people say to us what do i do next we say well look once we've applied for the the death certificate from the government if there's any um estate that needs winding up um unfortunately you know it, the final part is selling assets and everything uh here's a card here's a great person, go to this person, they're going to help you. So it's really good for me to have that um, that information so that I can then pass that on to the family when they ask
0: me.
1: Right, thank you.
0: Hey, um, we're running out of time now, uh, Megan. What would be your tip for a member to achieve success in BNI? What, uh, what is something you tell them to do?
2: Do one-to-ones. Really, those one-to-ones are really, really important because you really get to know the person a little bit more intimately. Um, you know, go to the Fat Chef. They do great breakfast. Go to Shanika's. Just sit there over a coffee, have a great chat. You know, it's it, it doesn't need even to be just about business, about you personally, just to get to know each other.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, so, Megan, we give everyone an opportunity to do their weekly presentation. Uh, I don't know how long your uh, your chapter, did I do 30 seconds? 30 few- seconds, yeah. So um, would you like to give us your weekly presentation?
2: Absolutely so. I'm Megan from Carlisle Family Funerals. Um, We are the best funeral directors in Victoria. Um, Our point of difference, we're very friendly, very natural, listen to everything you have to say and work around that. My ideal referral is um, have a chat to people. People don't always know what mum, dad, grandma want, burial or cremation. That is a really important point that people need to know because that's where people sit and fight over the, what mum or dad wanted. Um, give them my number. Tell them they can have a quiet little chat with me um, and um, I'll work it out with them if the family don't want to talk about it. So anyone who wants to talk funerals, wants to put lay some plans down, give, give them my number. Tell them it's it's a nice little natural chat. I can meet them at the Fat Chef and have a coffee too with them. We can do it as a natural, just a chat. Beautiful. So thank you very much, both of you, for having me. Oh, well done. I'm very excited.
1: We've got a funeral director on here, Brent, and they're few and far between in BNI, and they're one of the most important services that all of us need. So yes. uh, thank you. I love working Megan
0: with Kirol, you. Megan Terrell, thank you very much for joining us today on BNI, the Australian Story Podcast.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> so, Brent, um, I used to be a member at Caram Downs. I I love that. Can we
0: ascertain that from the interview? Yeah. yeah,
1: I just I'm just so proud of what they're doing as well, and a big shout out to them. Amazing, they
0: grew after you left me. What's going oh, on? What
1: can I say? I was hoping it would all just wither down. <laughs> but, no, maybe, maybe it was me. I've But I think um, they're just a great bunch of people. And when you've got drivers in a Chapter 2 and people taking um, responsibility for the roles and the growth, and it seems to me, like even just talking to Megan now, that everyone who's coming into the room is joining and, and taking on some of the responsibility for the growth of the whole chapter. Uh, it's very exciting to watch. And for anyone who's listening, Platinum means that they are 50 members plus for a minimum of three months.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Louie. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you're lucky Trevor didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that's right.
0: <laughs> you're, lucky, you're, lucky my, you're lucky my dogs didn't hear that at this end. Um
1: <laughs> so that's actually what we need. The next uh, I, I would really love to put it out there if there is a dog trainer, dog whisperer. Or someone in the pet space in BNI, we need to interview them because we have had no one on the podcast in that space. No,
0: we haven't. And, and we all I have dog problems. I, I think I know someone, actually, so uh, in one of our chapters. Maybe
1: they fun. can talk to Louis and say, stop barking when your mum's on a Zoom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe I mean, put him out the back. Yeah, um, so,
1: <laughs> We've had a great podcast today, 119. Brent, do you have a, a weekly tip? <clears throat>
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, Megan's—it's not the one I was going to use. I'll save that for later. But Megan brought something up about one-to-ones, and it reminded me. I was at a, um, I was at a social event the other the other day with a chapter, and everyone uh, wanted to log one-to-ones with me. They said, "Oh yeah, we've got one-to-ones." Well, we did. Oh, I did so many one, and they go back to the chapter and say, "Oh, I did. I did uh, ten one-to-ones last week." you know with this person this person this person i think what well, you've spent 10 hours on one to ones so one to one is what it says 1 to 1 it's a one on one meeting and uh with another person to discuss how we can help find business for each other and build a relationship it's not chatting over a beer at a social event so you know log your one to ones properly and If you go into a one-to-one and people say, oh, it's been nice not working for me, I'm doing lots of one-to-ones. Well, maybe you're not. Maybe you're just not doing them properly. You're not catching up one-to-one with another member talking about how you can build relationships, talking about how you can build business. And uh, a a great tip going into one-to-one is have a plan for one short-term referral, one long-term referral, and one referral source see if you can find that for the other person. Then you'll get a lot more value out of it. Social events are great, but they're not one-to-ones.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. That is, um, I'm just thinking to myself too. Great question to go into a one-to-one with. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, beautiful sunshine. It's going to be a great day. you don't need Megan's services, but when you do, she's right there. Check her out on uh, BNI Connect. And well done, Karen Downs. We are watching you and uh, we just can't wait for you to to hit your milestones as well. See you next time for the BNI Australian Story.